Endings. The problem with things ending is that they don't check in with us first. If they had bothered, they would find we're not interested right now. Thanks anyway. We like to control who we say goodbye to, end a relationship with, or even how we get to share final moments of a loved one's time on this earth. The range of emotions felt, depending on which one of the three it is, can have us feeling miserable at the loss to relieved that we no longer have to deal with a nasty person or an abuser and the negative impact they have. For child sexual abuse survivors like me, loss and endings are unfortunately a large part of what we have to deal with. Endings have a way of highlighting who we really are in terms of ways we are seen and experienced by others. So how do we do this in a way that has integrity when we're feeling blindsided or lost or just unsure about how to proceed? One idea might be to go within and check what our instinct is telling us. Another might be to talk to a trusted friend and get their opinion. There is no right way of letting go or grieving. It just is. One thing I do know to be true is that we are always called upon to be our best selves in any given situation. How that manifests and how we choose that is dictated by many things, including our history, our experience of the situation, and how we feel in that particular moment. How we react is reliant on our feelings, which are dictated to by our thoughts and then followed closely by our actions. Most importantly, this is how we will ultimately be judged, not by what we say, but by what we do. So my questions to you are, what is it you want to be showing? How do you want to be remembered? We only ever have this current moment in which to experience life. It's always important that we do it right, or if we can't quite get there, that we intend to do the right thing. People always remember kindness. Equally true, they never forget experiences where they have been treated badly. I heard from a friend recently who had lost someone close to her. Naturally, she was devastated, but she was also able to recognize that this person had lived their life fully and with an understanding of what mattered in life. Things like kindness, compassion, love, and being in the moment, not something those of us who are living busy and stressful lives always pay attention to, me included. My wish is that we could all experience those feelings now, not just when we were facing our own mortality, that we could all perhaps enjoy our world, love each other more by being kind and grateful. Imagine if that was the world we woke up to every day. Did you know that over 96% of our thoughts are considered to be either unhelpful or repetitive, 
So it makes sense to stop listening to them and instead go within to who we really are and start recognizing what we can now do to make the world a better place. This quote by Anne Frank says it all. How wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. My question is, what are we waiting for? I, for one, am committed to trying to make the world a better place, one smile at a time, one kind word at a time, and one thoughtful action at a time. It doesn't always happen. I do get it wrong. But as long as I know my intent is to be the best person I can be in my own small way, then I believe I can help improve life around me. My challenge this week is to encourage someone to shine. Smile at someone who doesn't normally smile. Show an act of kindness without expectation. Deal with negativity or unkindness by standing up for what's right. Embrace the goodness of the world by allowing it in. And I know as fellow survivors out there, we don't always feel there's a lot of goodness. But actually, there is. And the fact that you're listening to this shows me you're wanting to do that as well. To all of you who are trying to make the world a better place, go you. Enjoy your weekend and know that I'm smiling at you. More importantly, so are your angels.